The FT. Apple is once again preparing to shake up the way people listen to music. The company that almost single-handedly created the legal download market a decade ago is now planning to bundle Beats Music, a monthly subscription service, into its iOS operating system. About 500 million people own Apple iPhones and iPads, so this has big implications for the music business. I'm Robert Cookson, and with me is Matthew Garahan, the FT's global media editor, who broke the story about Apple's new move. Matthew, why is Apple doing this? It already has a very sizable music download business in iTunes. Why try and pivot to a new model? Well, the download market is maturing pretty rapidly, and sales are are actually falling. And the sort of explosion in smartphones and in mobile devices has really led to this growth of streaming. Now, people are consuming music via streaming in sort of larger numbers than they ever have before. And that's clearly the direction that the music industry is headed. Apple didn't really have a solid play in in streaming. It's kind of ceded market share in that to Spotify. But this year, it bought Beats for three billion dollars, and you know we've all been waiting to see what they're going to do with Beats. And then this week, we learned that their big plan is to bundle the Beats streaming music service into iOS next year, and you know really kick off from there. So that they're really making a big push into streaming. And to what extent do you think that they have a shot of making this a success? I mean, they're facing some big competition with Google and YouTube, but also specialist players like Spotify and Pandora and online radio service. Does Apple stand a chance against、uh, some guys who already have pretty good momentum? Well, you're right. There is momentum. I mean, and there are players coming into this space all the time. I mean, you mentioned YouTube; they're launching a subscription service. Spotify has, I think, 50 million users or thereabouts, and I think. Between ten and twelve of those are paying users, and there are companies like Audio and, and others, Pandora doing digital radio. But you know, you've got to remember that Apple has this massive installed base of devices, and they've got this huge inbuilt advantage.、Um, I think there are something like five hundred million Apple devices, or even more than that, around the world, and two hundred million of those have active iTunes accounts. So, two hundred million people, as a sort of minimum, are using their Apple devices to listen to Apple-related music. Now think about what they can do with that if they bundle Beats, and they can really turbocharge a new service. So I think that you know, rather than them being the underdogs, their rivals are going to be looking at this news with a bit of trepidation because Apple is the kind of 600-pound gorilla and could really knock everybody out when it wants to. They're the ones who are in the driving seat, and I think if they handle this properly, they could be market leaders in streaming in fairly short order. What does all this mean for artists? In the last couple of weeks, there's been a big controversy involving Taylor Swift pulling her music from Spotify, saying it doesn't pay her enough money. Does Apple's new push into streaming change that in any way, or will it face the same criticism? Well, there's been talk about Apple offering a lower price point because it clearly wants to steal share from other operators like Spotify. I mean, Spotify's. Price is ten dollars a month. You know, there've been reports that Apple would seek to go lower than that. I think ultimately, regardless of the price point, it's good news for artists because the more players there are out there offering paid subscription, the better it is for the industry. I mean, the the record labels are very, very excited about streaming. You talk to any of the top executives at these companies, and they're all you know more optimistic than they've been in years. The Taylor Swift example is interesting because she pulled her entire catalogue from Spotify, but she hasn't pulled it from other services. I mean, she's kept. Her catalogue on on audio and on Beats Music. Her beef with Spotify is about Spotify's free service. So there's a sort of separate argument going on there about the value of music and whether 
companies like Spotify should be effectively giving it away for free. There's an entry point into their paid system. I think for artists, the more players out there, the better. And if Apple is out there and Apple can turn a large installed base into active customers, that's good news for artists like Taylor Swift. Apple has so far been fairly secretive about its plans for the subscription service. Do you know whether they'll have some sort of free component built within it or how long a free trial would be before consumers have to pay? Well, you're right. They've been keeping their cards close to their chest. They haven't said anything about what their plans are for Beats. But as far as I'm aware and what I'm hearing around the industry, it'll be a paid-for service. That was always the sort of differentiator that Beats had with Spotify when Beats launched. Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine and Ian Rogers, who ran Beats Music, were all very clear about that when they launched it at the beginning of the year, that you know they thought there was value in music and that music had a cost and shouldn't be free. I don't expect Apple to launch a free component with Beats Music. I think iTunes Radio will be their free service. But Beats Music, or I think as it's going to be rebranded, iTunes Music will be a paid-for subscription service. I don't know about free trials, but I think that their big push here signals that they are you know, very serious about streaming and very serious about ascribing a decent value to music for artists and for listeners. Apple's planning a fairly aggressive move to bring subscription streaming to its customers in actually having its new service added to the home screen of every device that upgrades to its new iOS software. Could that be controversial? Because recently Apple added U2's latest album to um, every iTunes customer's account. And a lot of people who weren't U2 fans found that very intrusive. So in in taking a sort of a similar approach with uh, the new subscription service, is there a risk here? Well, I think that people are going to wake up when they download the new update and find a Beats Music or an I- whatever it might be, iTunes Music icon on their iPhone or on their iPad. And there are plenty of other icons that appear. I mean, they, they did this recently with books. There wasn't an outcry about that. But you're right, music is slightly different. I think the U2 example is valid here because that was supposed to be a big splashy announcement and it really blew up in their face and it didn't do U2 any favours either. There may be some controversy about this. I guess the sort of jury is out. But ultimately, I think it's good news for Apple and it's bad news for its rivals because whatever effect there is in effectively forcing a gateway to a paid service on its customers may be, in the long run, streaming music is where music is heading. And I think people will respond to that. Matthew, thank you. Thank you very much. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc.